This is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up, a few minutes at the end of the week to think about astronomical things. There's many celestial points of interest at the moment. We had a stunning little partial solar eclipse, which happened around sunset on the 14th of December. And coming up on the shortest day, on the summer solstice of the 21st of December, is a very close conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter. And they'll look so close in the sky that they'll almost merge into one bright point. In astronomical terms, they will be 0.06 degrees apart in the sky. Genghis Khan was alive the last time these two planets appeared, almost aligned like that from our vantage point. The last time a great conjunction occurred that was as easy to see as this one was in 1226. Of course, Jupiter and Saturn are still millions of kilometres apart from each other and from Earth. 850 million and 1,600 million kilometres, respectively. Jupiter and Saturn are in conjunction every 20 Earth years or so. Jupiter takes almost 12 years to orbit the Sun and Saturn takes 29.4 years. So every 20 years they appear to pass each other in the night sky. What you're actually watching during a conjunction is Jupiter catching up on an overtaking, slower-moving Saturn. Through binoculars, you'll easily see that these are two separate items, but with the naked eye, they may appear as one. It's been a long wait since the last conjunction this close, but a short one before the next time this happens in cosmic timescales. So if you can hang on until the 15th of March 2080, you'll have a similar view of Jupiter and Saturn appearing to be this close. So you don't hear the term conjunction much in modern astronomy, as it doesn't have any astronomical use and this planetary conjunction is a form of the more general wonderful word syzygy which ought to be a fabulous scrabble word but has too many of the letter y syzygy just means things lining up from a vantage point so they look like they're aligned from planet earth eclipses like the one we had on the 14th of december is a form of syzygy why don't we have an eclipse every month? And that's because the Moon is off the plane of alignment with the Earth and the Sun by 5 degrees. So it only lines up properly now and then. If you're an avid follower of the more ancient astrology, which delights in planetary alignments, you may have come across the term opposition. This is when objects are on opposite sides of a celestial sphere. So if you imagine Earth to be at the centre point, as early astrologers did, a planet can be said in opposition if it's on the opposite side of the Sun. Or it could be called a conjunction if it's lining up with the Sun, and that depends if you place the Earth or the Sun at the centre of the solar system. So these terms are not exact, which isn't the reason modern astronomers don't use them. It's just that working out alignments with Earth isn't significant. The other term you may have heard of is retrograde motion, which is when a planet is observed and plotted over many nights and appears to move backwards with respect to you know, where we're looking from on Earth. Of course, planets don't stop and then move backwards in their orbits around the Sun, but in olden times, people didn't know that, so they thought the planets were wandering to and fro. A retrograde motion just appears so as planets seem to overtake each other as they are moving in different orbits and therefore take different amounts of time to circumnavigate the Sun. Planets far out take a long time to orbit the Sun. Pluto is at 248 Earth years and Mercury moves around the Sun every 88 Earth days. 
So go take a look at the two planets on the 21st of December, the summer solstice, and see if they look like one bright star. Thereafter, the days get shorter and the nights longer on the relentless orbit of our glorious star. Next Friday is Looking Up's Christmas special, when we shall ponder the significance of the Star of Bethlehem. And for now, this is Ketchel Kirkham wishing us clear skies. If